This the remix. If I can hit it down the middle of the fairway, that's great. But again, with the driver right now, the driver sucks. It's uh, not a good face for me, and we're still trying to figure out how to make it uh, good on the miss hits. And uh, you know, I'm living on the razor's edge, like I've told people for a long time. And you know, when I did get it outside of the fairway. Uh, like in the first cut and whatnot, I catch jumpers uh, out of there and I couldn't control my wedges. So it's quite finicky for me because it's uh, a golf course that's, that's pretty short. And so when I hit driver up there and it doesn't necessarily go in the fairway, it's right in the first cut or whatever, or it's in, in the uh, uh, hay, it's tough for me to get it out onto the green and control that. Uh, but when it's in the middle of the fairway, like I had it on 18, I was able to hit a nice shot in there to 11 feet and almost made birdie. Whacking that thing around. Hey, this is Mike. That, that's based on competition. If the Raiders play for the Super Bowl, or if the A's move to Las Vegas, or if the NBA moves to Las Vegas and becomes an instant success, suddenly the Golden Knights become not an afterthought necessarily, but become somebody that better compete for a Stanley Cup, or they will have a long, lonely road to hoe. I'm just Do you saying. think I like the shootout? You just crushed my dreams. Boom. Sadness. That's the one. Whacking that thing around. That's was me. Was it you? Whacking that thing around. Yes, that it is was. not you. Yes, it was. <laughs> There's no one else it could be. <laughs> Who else could it be? It could be literally anyone Whacking that, that has thing around. ever called a hockey game before. Why would I pull that? Yes. Because it's funny. And why would I label that it thing around? Ed Grady whacking that thing around? I do not trust your <laughs> labeling skills. Please tell us just, just the first thing there. What do you have labeled in the top left corner of the black boxes over there? Okay. Grainy Mark. Yeah. Mark. We're trusting him and his labeling over here. I don't trust Mark. him at all. It doesn't Mark. sound anything like you. Mark. Mark. That one does, but whacking that, whacking thing, that around. thing around. Whacking that thing around. Doesn't sound anything like oh, you. Oh, gosh. Not at all. <sighs> it's not you. Um, so, oh we're, oh, we're talking about the Golden Knights. Yeah, that's right. So, Marc-Andre Fleury, you want him to be a Toronto Maple Leaf? Cocaine isn't cheap. It's not Ed either. Um, <laughs> that's not me. <laughs> the but groins aren't very good usually. <laughs> that was labeled as uh, Ed Cocaine. <laughs> no, that was labeled as Dana White Cocaine. <laughs> the uh, groins aren't very good usually. The groins aren't that's very Ed. good usually. Yeah, that's it. Um, so ah! Marc-Andre Fleury here. The Athletic, their Toronto Maple Leafs writer, did an entire power ranking of goaltenders that the Maple Leafs should be trying to acquire this offseason. Number four on the list, Robin Leonard. On Number one on the list, Marc-Andre Fleury. So Marc-Andre Fleury to the Toronto Maple Leafs. You ready to see that? Well, I... Th <sighs> I think we both think he's going somewhere. I've got to be honest with you. Um, I'm surprised he's won because of his age. And we keep going back to it, but I think it's I think it's factual to go back to it. And I think it's the most important thing. Two two important things are I don't think either of us believe he's gonna have a season like he did again. Um, where he won the Vesna nine twenty eight say percentage. Uh he was terrific. He was absolutely, you know, remarkable in some ways. I don't think he can do that again. And I think number one for a guy who's near thirty seven, I just thought if that's the list. And he was ranked number one. Like that surprises me. That just surprises me. Unless they're saying, and that's the other thing. Unless they think he can be that good again, and it's the Toronto Maple Leafs, even though they can't get out of the first round, but they believe they're good enough to say we just need him for like a year, and he'll like he'll be the difference. So what's fascinating is part of the reasoning here on why uh, the Athletics beat writer here for the Maple Leafs picked Mark Andre Fleury as his number one is because back in two thousand two. 
The Maple Leafs acquired Ed Belfour at age 37. Okay. And Ed Belfour finished third in Vesna voting, had a 9-2-2 save percentage, and was plus 24 goals saved above average. In what year? 2002. Okay. So basically... Long ago comparison. His comparison is this could be Ed Belfour 2.0. You acquire an older goalie who's had a really good career, and he continues to be really good for at least another year or two, and the Maple Leafs have a goaltender that could help them actually win a playoff series. Do you have a list of the top five? Of his top five right here? Of whoever this guy ranked these? So number two is Chris Drager, um, who had a 9.29 save percentage in 38 career games, so not much there. Him number three is Darcy Kemper, who's with Arizona. Number four is Robin Leonard, and number five is the guy in Carolina whose last name I can never pronounce, Alex Nedelkovich. Okay. I mean, age wise, I'd rather have Leonard. Um, age wise, you'd rather have every single one of these uh, well, guys. <laughs> I'd rather have Leonard. I'd rather have Kemper at this point in his career. Um, who was number? Who's number two? Chris Drager, oh. who's only played 38 career nah, games. That's, um, that's, he's in he's Florida behind Bobrovsky. You're taking a bigger chance, obviously. Yeah. He's in Florida he, behind Bobrovsky, and he might end up being picked in the expansion draft anyways. Oh, they can, they're going to expose him? Well, they're, they're going to protect oh. Bobrovsky. Uh, okay, so. so he probably will. Yeah, it depends um, on what Seattle wants to do. Although Ben Bishop said he'll be unprotected. He was okay, and so I'm, I think the Kraken will look at him. Um I'm just I'm, I'm a little surprised. He was great, and you know, again, it's it's a two a two way street here because neither of us have said anything other than he had a great year. He was terrific. Um, the reason they won a ton of games, but we're just going on history here. History says it would be hard for him to repeat that at 37. It just would be. Yeah. Maybe he does. I'll give him this. I've said it before. If anyone is athletic and takes care of their body and is all of the things you want from an aging player. It's him. I mean, he's, he's always in shape. He's always ready to go. I mean, so he does have advantages where a lot of guys at the end of their career aren't like that. So my guess is maybe if anyone could, it would be him because of those factors. But I'm surprised if you're giving me 16 guys that the Maple Leafs would most want that he'd be number one. Yeah, I would be too. I'm, I'm surprised. Take away all the other ones. I'm surprised he'd be ahead of Leonard. Just to say, yeah. yeah, like the, yeah. If you were a team who thought we've got one more run in us, then then Flurry would make sense because his contract is one more year. But is one year is one run one year or like three or four? No, I'm saying one year. Four. I'm saying oh. if you have a one year, then like, Leonard may, then yeah. Flurry makes sense if it's absolutely just one year. But I don't know how many teams are like that. I don't know how no. many teams are looking at it saying we got one more run in us, well, boys. And it's not like the Maple Leafs have been the the Knights of late and gotten close, right? And so the Maple Leafs are certainly a team that thinks they have talented. multiple chances. Yes. Right? They're not looking at this a one year thing. So I'm surprised that it would be Flurry just over Leonard or let alone any other goalie that could be available on the market as well. The other report this morning was from Elliot Friedman, who said New Jersey is interested in Robin Leonard. To bring him back? Yeah. Huh? Okay. Which makes more sense to me if I'm an, if you're if I'm another team. One of those two goalies I'm interested in, I'm calling him. Oh, Leonard. I'm calling on Leonard. Like that's how like the expansion draft happens next week and and I assume neither of these goalies it's gonna would be, be chaos. Yeah, you're not moving one of these goalies most likely until after the expansion right, draft right. because whoever he goes to, they could then lose them in the expansion draft, which would be hilarious. But like, let's say you're New Jersey or you're any team, right? And you, after the expansion draft comes, you're like, hey, we want a better goalie. We want to improve our goaltending. 
I'm calling the Golden Knights, and I'm starting the conversation with Leonard. Mm-hmm. I might be okay with acquiring Flurry. I might be perfectly fine with adding Flurry, but I'm calling George McPhee and Kelly McCrimmon, and I'm saying, all right, what would you like for Robin Leonard? And if they well, turn it's longer and, term, less money, and he's yeah. younger. And if they turn and say, "Well, what are you going to give us for Flurry?" You'll right. say, "Well, we can have that conversation, but what do you want for Robin? For Leonard? Robin Leonard, because that's what I would be trying to acquire." The other interesting part on the story about the Maple Leaves with Flurry, would the Golden Knights eat any of his salary this year? I would think they pay we... two million of Flurry's salary, or whatever that number ends up being. He's a Vesna winner. Well, that that's not completely. Crazy right there. I mean, I think the Vesna and his, I'll just leave it this the Vesna and the year he had certainly allows them to pay less of it. Like, if this is last offseason and we hear the reports that, you know, whether it's three million, four million of the seven, he wasn't that good. He's coming off a really bad year. You're going to have to pick up a lot of the salary. You can't, as a team trading for him, the only thing as a team trading for him right now, my belief is if you're telling the retained salary is he's almost 37. But you can't say, hey, he's coming off a really bad year. You got to retain salary. So if you're the Golden Knights, whereas you didn't want to retain, let's say, three or four the last time, to get seven off your books, like, I'd retain a million. I might retain but two. But you only get six, and then you only get five off your books. Like, if you retain it, it still counts against the salary cap. How much you have to, in terms of retaining one million? Yeah, no. However much you retain, it counts against your right, salary. Right, but I think yeah. I think last off season they had to retain more than they would now. Right. Yes. Absolutely. So, but if I'm the Golden Knights and I'm making a trade, I am not retaining salary. I open the conversations with that. I'm, I'm not doing it. Like that to me is a deal breaker. See, I can't say that completely because I don't know what you're getting back. Well, I I don't care what I'm getting back. If I if I'm the Golden Knights and I'm trying to move a goalie, and if you're trying to move a goalie, you're doing it because you're trying to get salary cap well, space. Yeah. I don't care if my if the trade return goes from a second round pick to a fourth round pick. I don't care. I'm not retaining salary because the whole the whole point of moving one of them is to make salary oh, to make cap salary space. cap space. And for the Golden Knights to then retain some of that, even if it's only a million dollars, is that you're defeating part of the purpose of moving him. Yeah, because six looks pretty good on their. Uh, I mean, six sure, looks it looks good, good but yeah. seven looks better. Well, yeah. So if I, again, because you're not, it's not like you're trading Flurry and getting like an NHL player. Like you're not taking back an NHL player with salary. If you're trading him for draft picks. I don't care if it's a second-round pick or a seventh-round okay, pick. Okay, but what if you do get an NHL player that can go into your lineup and you have to retain a million? I mean, I think about that. I don't know who the player is. I'm just saying I don't know who the player is. You're right. I mean, most deals for Flurry on the table are going to be for draft picks. Right. Or a guy who, a young guy who, much like you said, can't yes. make the team from the AHL yes. because he'll, might, be, yes. he'll be an Anderson the whole You year. might get an AHL player yes. or something like that. But again, I don't care about those guys either. Like... Whatever. I'm not, I'm not, nobody's parting with like one of their top prospects for Mark Andre Fleury. So you're getting a you're getting Jake Bischoff or something like that, a guy who could make the roster if you have injuries or something, but not you somebody know, that's actually that good. You just give him an opportunity. Yeah, they give him an opportunity to be a superstar. But like that's what. So if I'm the Golden Knights, I don't care about the return as much as I care about the salary because the whole point of the trade is to get it off the books. Is to shed the salary. So I'm yeah, I, I'm not I don't even want to eat a million dollars. I don't even want to eat half a million dollars when I make that trade. Whatever, give me a 7th round pick back instead. It's fine. As long as the 7 million comes off the the books, then it's a good trade overall. So, that's what I'd be looking at. To quickly switch here to basketball. Adrian Wojnarowski just tweeted there's significant support and momentum for Keldon Johnson to be added to the 12-man Team USA roster. Keldon Johnson, he's 21 years old, played for the Spurs. Was, oh, was played, a for the, played for the head coach. Yes. Uh, started for the Spurs 
Averaged 12.8 points per game this year. Shot 33% from three, below Ooh. average by 3%. He can do better. Right? But it's his head coach. So so as, so as we talked about earlier, where Jared brought up Trey Young, and I said Trey Young wouldn't be a very good fit, I think I'd take Trey Young over Kelvin Johnson. <laughs> like, You're going to replace Bradley Beal with Kelvin Johnson? Like, they don't need a ball-dominant <sighs> scorer, but Kelvin Johnson? That's... Are we starting to really question Popovich's uh, strategy now? I mean, people questioned uh, the ability at this point in his career of Kevin Love, and we saw what happened today. But this is who you're gonna. This is who you're gonna replace Bradley Beal with. Ouch. Yeah. That's. I'm sorry. I. You do a lot better. I like Christian Wood. I hope Christian Wood makes it. It gives us a little bit more interesting sure. angle to talk about. But if they add two players to the roster and it's Keldon Johnson and Christian Wood, what are we doing? Yeah. Well, we're losing to France. <laughs> Rudy Gobert just went for 32-16. Yeah, yeah. can, can we just send Baylor over there instead? Uh, here's the thing. If they add those two guys, even if there's no COVID problems the rest of the weekend, I still don't play Sunday. <laughs> because Spain could really put a wrench into things by winning by 20, and then it's like, get on the plane to Tokyo the next day. Does Kevin Durant know who Keldon Johnson is? What, you, oh. think, you think he's going to hand him his bags while he's that's trying a, to get That's the a place? great question. I have no Is Keldon Johnson on the select team? Yes, he was on the select team. So that's, maybe he knows who he is. Maybe he knows he is. Yeah. Maybe. But he, before he got to Vegas, he didn't. I'm just wondering if, if Kevin Durant pulls into Nikita Kucherov and says, whatever that guy in San Antonio... <laughs> Whoever that guy, we get whoever that guy was over in the select team we took on the team. I mean, if you're Durant, I assume you're this way because you're the best player, the most powerful influence of players in that team. You're not like suggesting. I mean, maybe he wouldn't he be suggesting guys? I don't know. And wouldn't you go to Kevin Durant? I mean, he might he can't, he shouldn't make the final decision. He's not the coach, but you don't tell me if LeBron's on this team, he's not having a huge influence on who this who oh, this guy is. Make LeBron the coach. They wouldn't I, they wouldn't have lost the I game mean, yet. Does he does he does he play the I'll save the day and I'll save the uh, the U.S. Olympic team by announcing okay I'll go ahead and play that'd be kind of funny it would be funny that'd be kind of funny if Face he, Jam's more important to him though um, no that's what you do well, you, you can watch you, the premiere you, tonight and yeah, then just you go literally, play the, you literally yeah. go I'll meet you in Tokyo you yeah you show up to the premiere and you go and I'd like to announce yes. that I have I have joined I'm coming you. to save the day. <laughs> I can't believe Much this like city. I saved the Looney Tunes, I, mean, I will also save the United States. Oh, who am I missing? Who am I missing that should have? They said ever, should have gone ahead of Love. Why is his name mistaking me from the Knicks? Julius Randle. Yeah. What? I mean, you can't go get Julius Randle. Yeah. He he's not going to say no. I mean, I know he was bummed he didn't make it, but he's going to say no. He's not going to say no. There's a lot of good basketball players that are not on it. Now I look forward to. Uh, Jared, please save this entire segment so when Keldon Johnson scores 31 in the gold <laughs> medal game, back. we can play this and say, whoops, <laughs> we were wrong. I look forward to that because that'll be very fun. All right, coming up next, it's Bischoff's Briefs. Bischoff's Briefs. You know what happened last month without anybody noticing? This is for real. Webster's Dictionary expanded the definition of the word literally to include the way it's commonly misused. Bischoff's brief. So the thing is, we no longer have a word in the English language that means literally. It literally doesn't have a synonym. Bischoff's briefs. We're going to have to find the Latin word for it and use it, but see, I don't know any Latin. Bischoff's briefs. So when I say that I am literally going to set fire to this building with you in it, you don't know if I'm speaking figuratively or literally. 
All right, I'm changing what Bischoff's briefs is about, or at least for the time being. Um, Why do I read the rundown? There's a report here from True Hoop that Damian Lillard is going to request a trade Mm -hmm. in days to come. There's another report that the Knicks are a preferred destination, which is everyone's preferred destination when there's a trade. But Chris Haynes of Yahoo actually had a Q&A with Damian Lillard. And in that Q&A, there's just a, a, a parenthetical phrase or parenthetical sentence that says that Damian Lillard will address a report about his future with the Trailblazers after USA basketball practice today. Which sounds a whole hell of a lot like Damian Lillard is going to say, I'm requesting a trade out of Portland today. <sighs> That's interesting, and you're probably right. My mind just goes toward... Are you really going to make that kind of announcement in the middle of it's USA a weird time basketball? To do it. Because, because what's the whole cliche of hey, why aren't you focused on this? It doesn't you you are not guaranteed a gold. And if I'm the co- if I'm Popovich, I'm like, do we need to do this now? But I mean, it, now my, he might come out and say, I haven't said anything, and I don't know where these might. reports are, and you know, talk to me after the Olympics, which would probably be the smart thing for him to do. But why wouldn't he have said that in the Q and A to Chris Haynes? I, Right away, rather than say, Maybe. "Hey, I'll tell you. I'll tell everybody yeah, later." I, I think you're right, but if I'm Popovich, I have an issue with it. Oh, it's completely it's completely if stupid. Yeah, if you're if, if you blown everyone up by fifty, he's like, oh, "It's going to roll." It's the dream team. That's not the case. So if I'm anyone on that team, on that staff, or even a player, I'm like, "Dude, even if you you can handle this behind the scenes or whatever you want to do with your agent or whatever," but when you're on this team, it has to be about, "Hey, we're going to Tokyo in three days, and we want to win the gold medal." And maybe. That was his plan. Was he was like, "Hey, I want to be traded. Let's let's keep this private." And it leaked to True Hoop, True Hoop. And, and now Lillard is like, "Well, I got to address it, and I'm not going to lie or something." I don't know. I mean, he listen. He could absolutely come out this afternoon and say, "I, I don't know what I that means." Made a, yeah. that, that's a false report. I haven't it's made a request. Certainly or not anything. the Knicks. Yeah, <laughs> he could absolutely say that. I might want to trade, but they got the team wrong. <laughs> New he, York, yes, Knicks. <laughs> whoa. He could absolutely say that, but. I feel like you could just say that in the Q&A. Hey, I mean, that's not true. I haven't requested a trade. I mean, obviously, if he's holding any kind of press conference or anything, he's had to alert you know USA Basketball because they've done everything on Zoom, and he would have to tell them. And they're not—they don't have a game today, so it's not like these situations after game where Popovich and one player comes in. So I would assume this is Zoom. I wish unless he was... he's going to release a statement through the team, right, which again, if I'm that. USA Basketball, if I'm the P, you know, like, can, do we have to release this? Can we wait like a couple weeks and you have Portland, Portland, uh, you know, PR, whoever you want to release anything, release it? Why are you releasing it through us? Yeah. And you see USA deal. Basketball sending a USA Basketball on their letterhead sending out a press release. <laughs> Damian Lillard wants a trade. Like, uh, what are we he doing? Would like this to for? be traded <laughs> to Australia. <laughs> this is this is perfect. Damian Lillard. To request a trade through Team USA, and <laughs> Team USA says, "All right, we're going to use this." Damon Lillard requests a trade. Also, we've added Keldon Johnson. And yes, Christian Woods it's to the, the last team. sentence. <laughs> we've seen so many press releases where they bury the lead. We want it to be the lead because it's absolutely preposterous. Where they kind of, you know, who does that a lot. The Knights. Like I'll read like a, a, a press conference, a press release from the Knights, and like the most important thing was in the fourteenth graph. And you didn't want us to get there. So, and they're not the only team. Other teams do that a lot where they're like, uh, let's put the important stuff deep. Maybe they won't read this much. So it would be funny if that was the, it's Damian Lillard and at the very last sentence, like, yeah, we added this guy from the Spurs. I mean, it's also such a, like, sports uh, thing to, we're going to release the press release on a Friday. 
Oh. Probably around oh. 6, 6.35 oh. in the afternoon. The Knights were famous that first year for, uh, we're on deadline, it's 9.55. By the way, we signed Nate Schmidt to a nine-year <laughs> deal with $100 million. They did that like three times. Like, can you, you know that you knew this before 9.55 <laughs> at night. You know you knew this at like noon today. Why are you releasing this? And by the way, a lot of times it was, now sometimes it was bad news. Uh, Nate Schmidt was both. But if it was, if it was good news, you're like, don't you want yes. as much publicity yes. for this as possible instead of CD9 because <laughs> it barely made deadline? I mean, my gosh. My favorite on that is high school athletes announcing what school they're committing to because UNLV had a run there of basketball players that would announce they were committing to UNLV on Friday at like 7 p.m. Wasn't or- Jelani McCoy one? I think McCoy. He was at night. I remember that because because our beat writer was like, "Oh my god, I'm on death. Why didn't this guy do this at like noon?" David Jenkins did it like Uh on a Saturday afternoon, and which is, I guess, you can make it to the Sunday paper. But like, it's like, all right, we got to we got to teach these high school kids the news cycle, right? Yes. Radio shows, TV TV shows shows. are Monday through Friday. You need to get it in on like the afternoon of a weekday that's right. not Friday, and you're good to go. And you're good to go with all the publicity. Would Saturday you like at someone 7 to actually talk about yes. what you? Know? Well, yeah, that's the other thing. I mean, did you call? No, because it's five minutes before this is yes. due. Like, yes. so I don't have time to call and say, "Take me through the." Well, I know what you're. I mean, we can now we can have one cliche where it's like uh, the tra- they treated me like family. Joe said you can always just have that ready to go. Uh, every <laughs> I'm telling you, we make fun at the newspapers that any signing or commitment. We just have that quote right now. Do you guys right have now. a requirement oh. of we must have a family yes. quote in we, every yes. commitment story? We've yeah. already written it out. We have a bunch of X's <laughs> for the kid's name and where he's going. And the very first thing is we do period and graph. We open quotes. Uh, the reason I went there is on my trip. They really made me feel like family. Uh, so, and then we just sit, and then we just figure, uh, put the kid's name in there. Do do high school recruits get treated more like family or do members of the Fast and the Furious <laughs> franchise? More so, I think, high school recruits. There's no, there's no high school recruit who's ever committed or signed who didn't say, I like the coaching staff, and they treated me like family. Felt like family. Yeah, just like family. <laughs> Which is funny because, let's say you're like, you visited I mean, five schools and everyone knows the other four. Like, yeah, those guys aren't very family over Kansas. Like, <laughs> self, mustn't be, self mustn't be a family guy. I mean, it's also, there's, there's some arguments to be made that like, you don't want to be treated like certain families are re- like like what, what the Manson family like what are we what do you mean family yeah go I, into detail that, that's always funny but you're right I mean he I think you're Reminds probably spot family, on that he'll that coach. he'll say this if I'm anyone on that team I'm asking him not to do this just for, it, you yeah. know it's it's just a bad look the optics are horrible. You should only be thinking about winning a gold right now. And people say, oh, no, th- th- at least per- publicly. Obviously, behind the scenes, these guys are all thinking about different things, contracts, whatever. Love you know, bails out today because he's just not in shape. Oh, they have a lot of things in their mind. But op- optics-wise, you want to be nothing but, hey, we're from school. Because here's the thing. They go and lose to France in the first game? Well, where was your mind? You worried about the trade? I mean, it, you're just setting yourself up for getting criticized by saying, I want to trade now. You can wait two weeks. Yeah. When's camp open? Yeah. I mean, you know, this isn't Aaron Rodgers. Camp doesn't open a week. You've got some time after the Olympics. They, oh, by the way, you need to trade me now. I would just like to point out we have made it two and a half hours into the show. And I no, no, don't, don't mention talk fake. my fake horses uh, yet. All right, no. coming up and- next, Cassie Soto. <laughs> she is a used Honda Civic, hates 50% of her dogs, and will never get engaged. 
time to mock Raiders.com's Cassie Soto on the Press Box. All right, Cassie, why do you hate poor families just like walking through the mall? Oh, my God. No, this this is totally on you. Those poor people from Iowa, did you see the kids' high socks and 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 the shorts? That poor kid was right off the plane. He has no idea what you're doing, and you and you call the kid out on Twitter just because he walked past you in, in, in a mall and in a, in, a, in a shot for the for the video. Okay, relax, people on Twitter. You're the, you you sound like my Twitter feed right now. Yes, yes, and yeah, yeah, you, yeah, you, th- yeah, you throw it out there. What do you expect? They're gonna but, they're gonna respond. How about well then? Do I look like a fool if I go out and explain the whole story? Like I don't need to explain myself, but I guess I'll do it here since I have the moment. Um, Heidi Fang and I were getting ready to shoot my stand-up. This family stopped to take pictures of the store. Whatever. They stopped to take pictures of the store. They continue walking. As soon as they see us pull out our camera, they stop and pull off to the side to see, like, what I'm doing. And that's fine. Like, I, people, you pull out a camera and people freak out and think, like, I don't know, whatever. So I'm getting ready. I'm reading my script or whatever, and I see these kids, and they're, like, laughing and like whispering stuff at each other and pointing at me and I'm like great like I've done this long enough to know like when the jerks are going to try to like ruin my shot and I knew that that's what they were going to do so I waited like a few extra minutes thinking like I could wait them off but the family waited there like the mom had her phone out ready to record whatever these kids were about to do behind me as soon as I start talking is when they decide to come walk the other way towards me they were heading the opposite direction of me, like of, of the way they walked in my video. They come back, start walking in my video, and you can see the kids like kind of walking funny. And then as soon as I look at him, he goes, oh, hi, because I noticed him. And I was like, yeah, kid, I freaking saw you out of the corner of my eye. I knew you were going to do something ridiculous. So instead of letting this kid get away with it, I stopped, like acknowledged that I saw it, and then they left. So I've done this, and I get heated about it. Because I've done this too many times to where people think that you can walk behind a reporter trying to do their job and do something dumb for two seconds when I'm just trying to do to get the stand-up in and go home. And so, it was annoying. So and you, this is why I hate doing public stand-up. So you, of all people, ruined someone else's TikTok. Yeah, I guess. I guess I did. I, uh, Not a team player. I kind of saw him just walking behind you. Right, by the way, when you, put that no. out on twi- when you put that out on Twitter... Expect some response or don't put it out on Twitter. Of course people yeah. are going to respond. No, I know. And you know what's hilarious? It's just a bunch of old dudes. Like, I go and click their profile. I'm like, all right, let me see if this guy has 14 followers, four tweets. Oh, like, you're following wait. shame now. Here. You're oh, shaming yeah. people for following. Boy, you've gotten to a new level with this stuff. She you're is, shaming people for followers now? High and mighty today. Wow. Get out of and here. And by the way, why is someone from Raiders.com need someone from the Review Journal as their video person? I know, right? Weird. <laughs> he works for both, Ed. We've established that. Okay, I, Cassie, I feel like you missed out here because if you had just let them do something behind you, this video would have been even more popular on the internet. No, it's happened before. I'm just over, like, I'm so over people. Oh. Like, be, and, like, people were already annoying the whole day. Like, I don't know what it is when there's, uh, so we were at Mandalay Place, and obviously, there, I guess, I don't know if they have, like, camera events all the time, but there was, like, four or five cameras. Everyone, the poor Heidi Fang, this man from who knows where, popped her personal space bubble. Hey, uh, what's huh? going on here? What's going huh? on yeah. here? And Heidi is like, whoa, dude, like, got all up in her face asking what was going on. And it's like, can you guys just keep on keeping on, like, keep it going? 
we don't need to stop here and bother the camera people that are working. Cassie oh, was wow. in a good mood yesterday. Wow. I will say this. I was this. not about it. I, I was not. I don't like it. I hope That's my like the one thing I hate soccer. about like having to do things in public like this. I don't like giving her credit for anything because it, it's much better if you don't. But I will say this. I rewatched this. This uh, weird Iowa kid wearing the mask. Like how you put he, him in Iowa. <laughs> well, they're obviously from Iowa. Look at the kid with the orange shirt and the high <laughs> socks. Um, this weird kid does walk by and give her a look and kind of stutter steps. Look at this yeah, kid, like Tyler. He, like he got caught. The kid. The he parents. The, the, the parents don't do anything. They're just strolling no. past. It's no, the kid. The, parents, the kid does. No, yeah, he's a weird the kid. Parents were in the corner. Like recording whatever they were gonna, I could see it all happening out of the corner yeah. of my eye. They, they, they were the weird the kid of, does something. They went, "Hey, it's that girl from TikTok. Let's, <laughs> let's." Where's your dog? They were yeah. gonna run up behind her and yell, "Where's Archie?" <laughs> that is, that is okay. I'm, I'm not fully gonna uh, give you a pass because you put something on Twitter and get mad that people respond, and you're follow shaming people right now, which is absolutely embarrassing at this point. But the weird kid does do it, does do a hit, like a little hop with his feet. So yeah. he's, he's, he's a like, weird oh, Iowa uh, kid. And then I don't, you can't play the volume right now, but he goes, uh, hi. And I'm like, mm-hmm, keep going, keep moving. <laughs> I have yet to see Get any evidence that this family deserves the slanderous shame you have been giving them, Cassie. Yeah, it seems like lady from Raiders.com was mean. Yeah. Is the like news, <laughs> like, is the title we're going to be using. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I wasn't recording them on my end, like, Trent. Like coming up with this whole plan, but there was like there was because there was like a sister, there was a mom and dad, there was a person with a stroller. Like they all stopped and were watching these kids, like ready to do something. As I and what bothered me is like as soon as I started talking, they're like, "Oh wait, she's going now! Go go go!" Like get out of here. Uh, Cassie, do you believe that Archie has made more money than my fake horses? Uh, what is he at? Like four sixty? So maybe. Absolutely mm, not. not. Wait, no. Wait. Yes, because yours is divided by five. Hers, good she point. gets to keep that all is of a hers. Good point. That is a good point. So we're about at the same. on the radio. We're about at the same there. So and she got free dog food. Cassie, are you aware of of my fake horses? I heard, think I heard about it last time, but I didn't really understand what was happening. Oh, did we talk to you about it last week? Yes, you haven't I just, stopped. Kind of. Okay. Well, I have fake horses. They've we've made a group of five of us. We have made two thousand dollars on our fake horses. How? Where? On the internet. It's all fake. Why? It's all in your. It's all in your imagination because you like can. The Sims? You can buy fake horses. You can breed fake horses, and you can race fake horses. And obviously, you can sell them as well. And we bought a, we bought our first horse for nine hundred dollars. And in about three or four months now, we now have twenty horses, and we are up two thousand dollars. This is real money or like monopoly money? It's real money, yeah. Yep. <laughs> That's the, uh, yeah. I don't know. It's real and it's it's phenomenal. Okay. You can watch them race. You want the link to watch them race? We got a race yeah. at 1014 today. Oh, okay. Yes, I will send you the link as well. You can watch it Ooh, with us. Yeah, if you're not I'll on Twitter, if you're not on Twitter ripping these poor people. Right. <laughs> I, I, this one guy says, well, this one guy uh, off her thing says. Uh, Ed's been reading your yes, replies for the they, last 10 minutes. They literally just walked past, don't be so entitled. Then you came back at that guy pretty hard. Then you yeah, put a re- you put a wrestling match on with someone knocking out, and you said, those little kids almost caught the sweet gin music. And a guy says, you would get knocked off. And you said, relax. And he says, take your own advice. Oh, <laughs> man. <laughs> Unbelievable. Do you, hey, okay. I, well, that's what I was going to ask you. When you guys, like, 
obviously, right, we we put ourselves up for, like, people to say dumb stuff to us. Do you guys clap back? Because the more... Yes. Huh? Yeah. I always yeah. do. No. Okay, no, cool. there's that one guy that just anytime you say anything, Tyler just goes, bleep hole. You don't, I mean, say, you don't say anything to that guy. What? I mean, sometimes oh. you do, and then sometimes... I don't think it's an. I don't think it's a, a battle you can win. So you go yeah, once. Yeah, no, I know. It's, you're not going to win that I'm battle. I'm like, I'm not going to explain myself to these people. But like, well, yeah, not, well like, especially not the ones with 14 like, followers because nobody like, cares about that. You would get them. knocked out. I'm like, relax, bro. Well, I think you would. <laughs> what? No way. Wait, I mean, no is, chance. Is that is that like? Are we setting up like corn-fed family from Iowa? I oh yeah. Oh yeah. They take you out. They take you out. I'm saying like, what what age level are we petting? Which which child are we having Cassie fight? <laughs> Might be that kid in the mask. If she got knocked out, though, you'd call the boyfriend. He goes, "I'm watching Concaf. I can't come get her right. right. I'm not even her. I'm not even her fiance. Why would I come pick her up? Right. I mean, if I had the ring and stuff, there might be more of a commitment that I'd have to come get her. But I mean, I didn't see that guy running up to Reno when you got hit in the head with a bottle. <laughs> I barely came Reno. down after the game and saw if you were okay. Listen, the Jamaica Guadalupe game is definitely more important than whatever Cassie's doing. There's no doubt about that. I wouldn't leave either. <laughs> I'd be. I'd rather watch that too. All right. Well, get what, Cassie? Mm. What? What? I don't like what? that Ed's taking your side here. Wait, did I? You get. You were like for like the, half a second. Yeah, for you were like you were like the kid. He stutter the kid, stepped. No, the he kid stutter like stepped, and I think he did say hi. You can't hear it on here, but you see his mouth moving under that weird blue mask. He's an Iowa kid. He can't. I mean, I, I don't want to rip him that much, but he did stutter step. Yeah, I see, caught. Cassie. I wish you would have let this played out, and the kid had thrown a water bottle at your head, <laughs> and this would have been so much more fun. You know what? What actually happened? I don't know. I think I, we were we were kind of just all in a weird mood. Um, right, not right before, but right before the opening of the store. Poor John Trish from Eight, I believe. He's interviewing this kid. I think the kid was like nineteen because our reporter had talked to him before too. Um, He's like, hey, we're going to go live right now talking about the store. The kid had been waiting there since like 1230 or something. So he's the first in line. And he's like, please, we're on live TV, so please don't say any bad words. The kid ends the interview, drops the F-bomb. Yeah! Yeah! <laughs> Are you serious? TV. I have never seen Wow. How old was this kid, he roughly? Immediately. Immediately just livid. Oh. oh. How old was this kid? Uh, 19. Oh. A kid like that probably has I mean, a lot of followers. You're, you're, I mean, He's probably like a TikTok star or something uh, like that. Cassie, you're in your 19. 20s and you've cursed on this show and we've had to drop Yeah, you. we've had to dump on your, dump, I uh, dump on you. I don't think I did, though. I'm going back. I don't think I did because we were already over the part where I would have cussed and I didn't. I did it. I didn't do it. Wow. Well, it also, would there be no record because I dumped it? <laughs> oh, yeah. whatever. Yeah. But anyways, yeah. Uh, that it was it was a weird weird day to be what? filming out in public. The problem is you're paying way too much attention to people, and you should be paying attention to your job. I mean, you saw these people out of the corner of your eye. You're watching what they're doing. Why don't you just pay your, important to your uh, pay attention to your job? Your well, your luckily, colleague, your your, your freelancer there I from had, the Review Journal. Uh, luckily, I had Heidi there, the excellent, the the best Review Journal employee ever. I had Heidi there to no, watch debatable. my back because there have been times. Where I'm recording, because usually we go out to these things ourselves. So, like, it's just me, and I have to turn the little screen around, and I'm watching myself record myself. And sometimes when I don't do that, like, there's been times where I don't catch people doing, like, bunny ears behind me, and that was, like, the good take that I thought I got, and there now I can't use it. So, no. I don't let, just, I, if I catch it, I stop it. Can't you just, like, tighten the zoom on, like, Avid? 
Like just literally. How, okay, Avid. What are we? Two thousand and three. It's Premiere Pro. Jared. Okay. Well, you're sure certainly taking a lot of shots at people. I am. Followers, I'm, I'm you're taking a shot Cassie, at you. Are you? Are you just? Are you just upset because you covered an event that didn't have free food? Yeah, I was gonna say. Did you have Skittles? Because March was there. Other than that, what food did they give you? Nothing. That's why she's shaming the people. Case low, has low, been cracked. Low blood sugar. Yeah, we got oh, it figured man. out. Okay. Well, right. Cassie. <laughs> Go eat some breakfast. Uh, Thanks for joining us. Yeah, don't respond Thanks, to anyone guys. without a thousand followers. How about that? <laughs> Shaming people because of their following numbers. I never do that. I see people do that all the time. Oh, you got three followers. Right. What does that do so, with anything? No. I can have an opinion. Tyler, there, there, you you have a guy that follows you, and every time you post anything, if you scroll down to your replies and you click on show more replies, there's a guy that just goes, that's something you would say, you bleep hole. And it is every single time I once spent an evening watching a Golden Knights game, you would tweet something. I'd scroll down and be like, where's the guy who calls Tyler a bleep? There he is. I mean, multiple people do that, though. I but... know, but I'm just saying that this guy might have a full-time occupation of he has you on notifications so that oh. when it goes off. That's when it's important. I wish Twitter would tell you how many people have your tweets on notifications. Ed looks confused like he doesn't know what that means. Oh, I know so what that means. Okay. I know what that means, but I'm thinking about it. I was like, I don't know why I mean, that wouldn't be important. I have your guys' tweets on notifications, but that's more of a, in case you do something that's going to get me yelled at by a member of management. <laughs> I have turned on notifications for high school athletes about to commit to UNLV. You know why? Because you're like family. They love the coaching staff. I got to, all right. <laughs> we got to go to break. Yeah. Live from the Finley Toyota ESPN Las Vegas studios, this is the Press Box with Graney and Bischoff. We're not winning gold in men's basketball. No. Have you guys seen? Taking Kevin Love's spot. Hold on. Is it the guy from San Antonio? No. Well, Keldon Johnson is taking Bradley Beal's spot. Okay. Taking Kevin Love's spot on Team USA, JaVale McGee. Yeah, we're 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 not making bronze. <laughs> Are you serious? Are we meddling? <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> yes. <laughs> not All right. Win, not winning gold. Uh, the, uh, <laughs> JaVale McGee. <laughs> Like, does does anyone want to be on this team? <laughs> Trey Young does. <laughs> JaVale McGee. Like, what's the plan? What are, How is he going to... Wow. Just run out there and do some moving screens. They don't want to win. Don't set your feet, ever. <sighs> wow. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, uh, JaVale McGee... Please tell me that you got. Please tell me you got like Adam Schefter or no, something. No, both like, Shams and oh, Woj have tweeted it. Both the blue check mark is right there from Shams. Who JaVale was the San McGee, Antonio kid? Keldon Johnson. Javale McGee has been selected for the 12th man Team USA for the Tokyo Olympics. This is incredible. This is okay. You got. I, I got to ask, ask you. Who do you think ultimately is? It, 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 I assume. And I, I'm all for this because I don't like micromanaging. If you pick him to be the coach, it's his team. He can pick who he wants. But 
is this just all him? He's got he's got he's got Steve Kerr on his staff. He's got Jay Wright on his staff. Uh is it for, I Lloyd know. Pierce? Yes, and Lloyd Pierce on his staff. Um, and Colangelo obviously has a lot to say with all these things. Who in the world is making are making these calls? <laughs> like, is it all him? Did Steve Kerr really say these are the two dudes we should have? <laughs> really? Like, they all look bad right now. Like, who in the world is going to take responsibility for finishing fourth? This is a roster, well, except for, like, Kevin Durant. This is a roster I would build if I were tanking in NBA 2K. Like, if I was like, I'm trying to get the number one overall pick, I'm going to pay Jeff Hale McGee max money. Like, you can't. This is... Lord. So is Kelvin Johnson, um, is he official? Uh, Wojnarowski tweeted, Kelvin Johnson and JaVale McGee are being added to the team to replace Beal and Kevin Love. Um, I'm just reading through McGee's Wikipedia page. He had, he was invited to a scrimmage for us men's national uh, basketball team back in 2009 and 2010. Uh, he played in a game in 2010 in a scrimmage. But after an uneven performance, he did not play in the team scrimmage against China at Madison Square Garden and was cut on August 15th of 2010. That was more than a decade ago the last time he did something for USA Basketball. How old is JaVel McGee? 33. That's, I mean, I'm surprised he's lasted that long in the league. Now he's on the USA national team. Can we get Kevin Love back? Wow. <laughs> Keldon Johnson? God, I'm so excited right. for Keldon Johnson, JaVale McGee picking rolls to the gold medal. Man, that's going to be amazing. I mean, absolutely. Do you think he can set a pick? Because I don't that's think he does. I don't think I've ever seen him do it properly. I mean, ab- absolutely save all this because if they win the gold, we're going to have to go back and say we were wrong. Uh, yeah. But you'll be erasing this immediately because when you save it, we won't be wrong and they're finishing like fourth. What's, <laughs> what's worse in your mind? That they just totally bomb it or they get the bronze? Totally bomb it. Take okay. get the medal. Yeah. Disappointing, but 